Hello, funky listeners, and welcome to another episode of Funk Radio. This is your host, Kyle. And this is your host, Peter. But Kyle, this isn't just another episode of Funk Radio, is it? No, this is a very special episode that is kicking off a series of episodes, I suppose, um, due to the upcoming month of February. Well... Normally, being a month of reminding people just how lonely they really are, it also is a month to celebrate uh, the history of the black community. So, and we for thought, some people, it's both. <laughs> so we thought it would be only appropriate to uh, have a series of episodes talking about Black History, black history month. month. We basically found some songs discussing different aspects of black history. Most notably Martin Luther King, because apparently all the songs are about him. (laughs) And we thought we'd just do like a series of mini-episodes kind of talking about how those different songs factor into the overall framework of black history, how they affected it, civil rights movement. So yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, and for reference listeners, in the past, um, while we haven't done like any official episodes on Black History Month in particular... um, we did do it was it I think it was our hundredth episode. We did the one about um, talking about how racism has kind of shaped music. Oh yeah, historically. Yeah, so that, that was, was a pretty good, good one. I'm pretty sure yeah. at some point we did one on protest songs as well. We did. That was within our first like five episodes, maybe. Oh, so wow. that was that was quite a long time ago. Yeah, like um, three years ago. So, I mean, if we repeat any information, no one's going to remember it, even us. <laughs> no one remembers our episodes anyways. Um, well, to remember something first, you have to listen to it. Yeah. And we know nobody so, does that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, for our first episode, we, I think we're a little bit late to the party, but we wanted to discuss... Martin Luther King Day. I always thought it was weird, by the way, that Martin Luther King Day is in January, obviously coinciding somewhat with his birthday, but then Black History Month is mm-hmm. in February. Like, they seem like there should be more overlap there. Well, I mean, it's not like we have to confine all the the black people celebration into one month. No, no, of course not. I, <laughs> I, know, I know you're not saying that. <laughs> See, that's why they picked the shortest month, too. They wanted to marginalize them. Oh, I, I, I have no idea why that. they picked February. I mean, maybe we'll learn that in this episode. Well, maybe, maybe because it's also the month of love, and <laughs> we want to show love to everyone. Yay! So yeah, so for um, I guess our first topic of this four-part series, we wanted to talk about uh, a particular song by one of our favorite artists, uh, Mr. Stevie Wonder. Hooray! We yeah, love you, Stevie. Um, Yes, we do. Funny thing, we were doing a little bit of research for ideas for this little mini-series, and um, a song that came up was um, the song Happy Birthday by Stevie Wonder, which, you know, on the surface, you wouldn't really think that really makes sense. But actually, I had no idea, and I don't think you did either, Kyle, that um, he basically wrote and recorded this song in order to lobby for um, Martin Luther King's birthday to be a holiday. Yeah, I, I, happy birthday. I just assumed this was just your generic birthday song that he wrote for, I don't know, someone whose birthday it was. Um, 
Maybe himself. Or himself. <laughs> he, like, wrote it and, like, gave it to Barry Gordy. He's like, you gotta sing this on my birthday. Every birthday. <laughs> um, but, yeah, apparently this was actually a song to lobby Congress to recognize Mr. Martin Luther King's contributions to uh, the Civil Rights Movement and award him a national holiday. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't even know this, but I guess Stevie Wonder was like pretty big in um, you know getting MLK recognized, mm-hmm. getting kind of his legacy recognized on a national holiday as well. Uh, I'm reading here, apparently he organized a rally in Washington on January 15th, 1981, which was King's birthday. Mm-hmm. And apparently that was a key event um, in the whole movement of making that a holiday as well. So, like, I, I had no idea that Stevie Wonder was behind any of this. Yeah. And, you know, even that holiday as well. So that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it says, it says he actually, grew, uh, I guess, teamed up with Coretta Scott King, who is uh, Martin Luther King's daughter. I'm going to research that to make sure I'm not effing it up. Oh, she was the, uh, oh God, I'm terrible. She was the wife of Martin Luther King Jr., Oh, uh, okay. See, this just goes to prove that Black History Month needs to be more than one month because in one month I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I I'm not learned enough to absorb all of Black History. That's true. And I was actually telling you. Um, and I know you've already heard this probably too, but um, mm. I know I know a fair number of people argue why is it only you know restricted to one month? We should just be integrating it into all history all the time instead of like you know keeping it. And it's own separate thing. But I mean, I, I think honestly for everything that's happened, I don't see any harm in kind of celebrating it in itself as well. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously I think, you know, it is integrated into, it is a big part, honestly, of, of American history. So um, I don't think it's really taking anything away from it to also kind of recognize it during that month as well. Mm. Oh, this is depressing. Um, mm. I guess regarding this bill, before teaming up with Stevie Wonder, back in 79, Coretta Scott King uh, spoke before Congress to campaign for the holiday bill. The bill had 300,000 signatures and was presented to then-President Jimmy Carter. Uh, he, obviously being a Democrat, supported passage of the bill, but when it went to mm. the House, it failed to pass by five votes. Jeez. That's really sad. Stupid white people. Um, and then obviously her teaming up with Stevie Wonder, who, I mean, who's, who, who doesn't love Stevie Wonder, uh, got it enough recognition. Uh, and apparently over six million signatures, as you said, in order to help get it to pass. Wow. So in th- from 79 to 83, she went from only getting 300,000 signatures to six million signatures. So he definitely Jeez. had some star power there. Yeah, I didn't know this, but apparently Illinois, uh, Illinois was the first state to adopt it as a state holiday, which kind of makes sense because oh. I always I always got that day off as a kid in grade school, but then yeah. I remember when I moved to California, I didn't get it off in high school anymore. It was weird. Oh, weird. Yeah. So actually, when what was the first year that it was like a national, like an actual holiday? Because I didn't I'm, think that wasn't until recently, right? No, it, it says uh, that. In 1983, Congress passed and Ronald Reagan signed the legislation creating Martin Luther King as a national holiday. Right, but not every state had it as an actual government holiday. Oh, well, unfortunately, that's 
I see what you're saying. That's I think that's a state by state issue. Um, I'm just wondering how long has it been everywhere? And heck, maybe oh, I think you're been. right. I think it's only been a couple of years because I think there was one or two states that were like holdouts who basically just said, "Yeah, we're not going to observe this because we're stupid." And oh, I found it. Okay. Um, right. Uh, South Carolina was the last one. That's right. I remember that because they were like, "How is?" How is that not observed? Wasn't there, speaking of states doing stupid shit, I want to say one of the southern states, like, they found out recently, didn't actually sign the, I, I forgot what it was. They basically, they basically didn't sign on to abide by the rules of the Emancipation Proclamation. They just basically, I don't know, by not signing it, just willfully accepted its existence, but didn't actually proactively say yes we mm. yes we observe this as the law of the land i think it was so like the, georgia so they purposely did that so that they could well, keep doing stuff or what do you mean i it wasn't so much that it was more so they i think it was obviously if the civil war it was out of stubbornness or something they just mm. didn't sign on to the proclamation and just observed it like def, as a de facto thing and then they came out mm. like a couple of years ago that, oh, look, 150 years later or whatever, this southern state still technically didn't, didn't you know, agree to the proclamation or whatever. Oh, God. And everyone's like, what the F? I can look this up because I'm probably destroying this. Uh, mm. Okay. See. Well, in the meantime, I will say, listeners, um, we, uh, we said South Carolina was the last state. Um to make Martin Luther King Day an actual holiday. Um, it did so in the year 2000. Okay, so 83 to 2000, what was that, like 17 years? It took for the all of the states to... Well, sounds about right. Well, did you find anything on that thing? No, because I suck at Googling. Uh, all right. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I think that kind of covers a lot of the f- very quick facts about Martin Luther King Day. Actually, one last thing I will say that um, was kind of interesting to me. So he was shot and killed on April 4th, 1968. And then April 8th, only four days later, was the first time that the legislation was introduced for a federal holiday to commemorate him. Just four days Ooh. later. So I thought that was like kind of amazing. I didn't realize it was that quick. That is pretty cool. Um, obviously it took, what, like almost 20 years for it to actually happen just from the beginning because yeah. you said it was 83 or something. So, I mean, it was quite a while before it actually kind of was put into effect, but, um, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool that like it was only four days later. That's and let's cool. see what else, what else? I think we should also talk about uh, the song as well, obviously a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess going back to the actual song and its service to commemorating Martin Luther King, uh, it, it was written, produced, and performed by Stevie Wonder on the Motown label. Mm-hmm. Um, so he heated it all. Yeah. Besides being released as a single, it also appears on his album Hotter Than July. I think I have that on vinyl. I think I have all of his albums on vinyl, to be honest. Nice. Should we listen to uh, maybe a clip really quick? So sounds that good. our listeners, if they haven't heard it before, they can get an idea what it sounds like. Sounds good. And I'm sure you would agree. What could fit more perfectly than to have a world party on the day you came to be happy? 
Now, something to note is that, like we said, neither of us knew that this was about Martin Luther King or his birthday or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, although looking at the lyrics for this song, it actually, I, I feel dumb not really having thought about the lyrics before this because it makes it really obvious. Oh, um, I, d- I just don't want to know the chorus. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to pull out some quick ones really quick. Um, you know, it doesn't make much sense. There ought to be a law against anyone who takes offense at a day in your celebration. I just never understood how a man who died for good could not have a day that would be set aside for his recognition. And we all know everything that he stood for, time will bring, for in peace our hearts will sing thanks to Martin Luther King. <laughs> So it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I'm dumb. Um, although I think I ha- I do remember hearing that line in the song and maybe wondering very briefly what the connection was, but then I just forgot. Um, so. Yeah. My stupid white privilege clogged my ears. That's true. So speaking of white privilege, what's up with this Macklemore song called White Privilege? Everyone's like freaking out about it. I haven't heard that. I don't know. I've I've heard snippets of it, and it's just it's a new rap song I came out with, kind of blasting the idea of white privilege. But then people are like, "It's white privilege that allows him to write the song white privilege," and it's just this whole circle jerk. Oh, of, that's irony. Circle jerk of crap. Oh God, it's. Uh, I was actually thinking about this earlier. How you know you you and I, you know, we're both white, as we as we know. Speak for yourself. Oh, sorry. I'm pink. I'm not white. I'm pink. Oh, you're pink. Okay. Well, we're not black. I guess that's the important <laughs> thing, the distinction to make here. True. Um, so obviously, you know, we can we can celebrate things like Black History Month or even just like, you know, black people's influence on music and on culture and everything and, you know, celebrating that. I mean, that's all what, what, you know, the bulk of this show is about. But I am at the same time, I think we also need to recognize that the things we say or the things we believe are always kind of through that white lens and we have to kind of be mindful of that. Yeah, um, very, very true. I say a lot of stupid shit, but it's only because I'm white. <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously, you know, we're, we're here to, to, to celebrate this, but you know, if if there are things that we're doing wrong, obviously it's not always easy for us to see that. So, if you think we're racist, tell us on Facebook. <laughs> JK. Well, I mean, you should, uh, I guess. But ha- hashtag funk racists. That's terrible. <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel kind of dumb reading these lyrics because it's really obvious that this was about Martin Luther King. But yeah. I, I also think that's really awesome that it honestly was written f- for that entire purpose to kind of help people like get excited about making that into a holiday and, you know and stevie wonder at the time because actually when was this 60 when did the song come out yeah uh 1981 that late yeah it came out like about the same time that they tried to get it passed it came out like a year earlier oh okay i didn't realize see i don't have I, we, I think you and I have different pages up, so we're, like, covering different pieces of the information. Oh. 81, wow. But, I mean, I guess Stevie Wonder was still pretty popular at that time. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, I, I think when a when a celebrity... 
Oh, fun puts, fact. puts an idea forth. I think it gets kind of it's helpful fun to get a lot of people behind it. Yes. Truth. I was just going to say, um, fun fact is apparently on the 12 inch single for the song, the mm. B side it has excerpts from uh, Martin Luther King's speeches. Oh. So that's kind of so. Cool. It's not even music. It's just like yeah, his just, speeches. Just his speeches. A couple of them. Well, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. That's, so that's the B side. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's actually really cool. I didn't. I wouldn't have expected that. Me neither. We should. Yeah. I mean, as you kind of pointed out at the beginning, Martin Luther King Day already passed as of this recording uh, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's not part. <laughs> it's not part of Black History Month per se. Yeah. Um, but I think the connection there is pretty clear. So, if you're really, <laughs> if you're really going to attack us for that discrepancy, then I think there's uh, bigger underlying problems. Yeah, true. I'm sad, though, because I remember, uh, did you, I guess you can recollect as well, did you get that day off when you were in school? I honestly have no memory one way or the other. Oh. Because I remember getting it off as a kid, but then I moved here, and I think we may have gotten it off, like, my freshman year or something, or sophomore year. But, fun fact, because I kind of do remember this, basically, I think my mom was away on, like, some trip or something, so I... And my dad had to go to work uh, because I don't think work ever gets it off. But right. I I remember being like, oh, it's Martin Luther King Day. I don't have to go to school. So I didn't go to school. Oh. And then the school called my home. It was like, <laughs> uh, where's Kyle? <laughs> like, and I'm like, uh, I thought today was Martin Luther King Day. We got it off. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> we sent out a memo. We don't. Uh, students don't get it off this year. I'm like, oh, shit. That's really funny. And apparently, like a couple, like more than a couple kids, like thought the same thing, and didn't show up. So they they kind of gave me a pass. That's but, a pretty great uh, MLK Day story. Yeah, I, I forgot about that actually. I just remember that now. I think it was like junior year. I don't remember. Of high school. Yeah, hmm. and I was like, oh crap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I pulled that this year. A little bit with work. Um, you just didn't show up. No, I mean I, I thought because that was one of the days I came down to visit you guys. Oh yeah, and um, that was one of the two days I took off from work to come down there because I thought we had that day off. So I was like, yeah, I'll just take one day off and then have the three day weekend on top of that. Um, but then, like on Friday, whatever or Thursday, I found out. Oh, we don't get Monday off. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't either. So I don't. I don't think any office gets it off, which is kind of stupid. Yeah, I guess it's it's, it's just a uh, like a government holiday, like a bank holiday or whatever, or a bank holiday, whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of. That's. I don't know. I always hated that about offices. Like, I think the only holidays you ever get off if you're like a full functioning office is like Labor Day, Memorial Day, Christmas, and Thanksgiving, and maybe Easter. Well, no, Easter is on a weekend. So. Well, I, mean, I guess we do get Easter off because it's on a Sunday. Yeah, true. So, if you work for in any type of office environment that's not like a bank or a school, you basically get like four days off a year. Hooray! Yay for capitalism! Our birthday's on a Thursday this year. That makes me sad. Yay for! Yeah, that is sad. Well, next year it'll be Friday, I think. Unless it's a leap, unless it's a leap year. No. No, this this is the leap year. Oh, it is. 
Yeah. Oh, so Black History Month is an extra day. Yay. It, but it's still shorter than the other months. But it, only by one day instead of two. Yeah, that's true. So that's something we can celebrate. Yeah. Is it's one a, extra day. It's an extra long Black History Month. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think uh, we're clearly out of constructive things to say for this yeah. week. But thanks for listening. And um, we will continue to do, I guess, three more of these um, over the next... Uh, a few weeks of this month and heck maybe we'll try to release the last one on the 29th just to be funny yeah um i feel really bad for anyone born on the 29th like because you only age every four years yeah like your technical age would be like a quarter of whatever your real age is Hmm. (laughs) yeah all right well we kind of already have our ideas set for the episodes we're going to do this month um, but if you have if you have anything else uh, you want us to to look into research and talk about on the show, you know we're happy to do that too. Or if there's Black History Month specific topics you want us to discuss, then just say something, and you can say those things on Facebook on facebook.com/getyourfunk. You can also tell us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com/getyourfunk. And subscribe to us there if you want to keep hearing more fun facts about Black History Month. And I guess that's it, pretty much. I can dig it. Uh, So yeah, this this has been your slightly, not but not intentionally racist, uh, host Kyle. And ditto for me, except my name is Peter. Except intentionally. No. (laughs) God. <laughs> well, we hope you listeners um have a happy first week of Black History Month and we'll catch you for week 2. Yay.